0: Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're gonna be talking about hypothyroid supplements for women. And I'm gonna be including in here some of my top picks. So if you're somebody who has thyroid disease, particularly a woman, because that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So if you are a woman with a thyroid condition and you're looking for supplements to use that are beneficial to your body, these are the supplements that I would recommend. Now, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I talk a lot about supplements. Um, I create my own supplements, so I I had a lot of experience in helping patients use supplements. Um, So if you don't see some of the more common thyroid supplements on this list, like zinc, iodine, selenium, et cetera, um, that's because they're, they're still beneficial, but this is focusing primarily on women. And as I talk about these things and how they're beneficial, I think it'll make more sense why I've included the ones that I've included here. So let's jump right in. Number one, we have glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant inside of your body, and it is the thing that really helps to gobble up um, free radicals that your body creates to help prevent damage inside of your cells. Now, this gets really important in the case of thyroid function because the production of thyroid hormone is kind of a, let's say, dangerous event. It is fraught with the production of free radicals inside of your thyroid gland. So as your body is doing what it's supposed to do, which is producing T4 and T3, it actually produces hydrogen peroxide free radicals inside of the thyroid gland, and those must be cleaned up. And one of the the systems that your body uses to clean those up is is glutathione. It takes the glutathione and it it, um, neutralizes those those free radicals to protect your thyroid gland from damage. Now, a lot of people, because of nutrient deficiencies or Hashimoto's thyroiditis, they don't do this this process very well. So they have a lot of thyroid gland inflammation. Taking glutathione may be one way to prevent that thyroid gland inflammation by, by providing your body with the resource that it needs to neutralize those free radicals. So glutathione makes an appearance on this list. Number two, we have tyrosine. Tyrosine is an amino acid, and it's a special amino acid because your body uses it to produce thyroid hormone. In fact, it uses a fair amount of tyrosine, to be honest. Now, fortunately, most people are not tyrosine deficient because tyrosine is commonly found in a lot of of meat. So if uh, if you're consuming a lot of a diet that just has even a moderate amount of red meat or different types of meat, you're probably getting a fair amount of tyrosine. So we don't really see tyrosine deficiency like we would, let's say iodine deficiency or zinc deficiency or selenium deficiency. That's not very common. But what I do find is that extra supplementation with tyrosine helps thyroid gland function to operate more smoothly. So by providing your body with a little excess tyrosine, you can ensure that the machine inside of your thyroid gland is functioning the way it needs to and you're producing enough thyroid hormone. In addition, tyrosine is also beneficial inside of your thyroid gland. So it may be the case in some thyroid patients, even though they're getting enough tyrosine from their diets, maybe a lot of that tyrosine is being shunted to the, to the adrenal glands for the production of stress hormones like cortisol. Um, and other adrenal hormones as well. So I'm not sure exactly what happens or why it is that, that thyroid patients, uh, especially women, benefit from tyrosine supplementation, but I can tell you that they do. So it would be worth considering using tyrosine supplementation. Now, sometimes using L-tyrosine, which is the form, the synthetic form of tyrosine. So if you look on the back of your supplements, you'll see it listed as L-tyrosine. Sometimes using L-tyrosine can be a little stimulating to the body, so do proceed a little with caution if you're somebody who tends to be a little bit more on the sensitive side. Number three, we have guggle. So guggle, guggle extract, or guggle serone are all names for really sort of the same thing. And this is a botanical, which means it comes from plants. And this botanical has been shown to have really special effects on helping thyroid function, as well as other areas inside of the body. So let me explain a little bit about how this is working inside of the thyroid. So you can take this guggle extract, you can actually take it from the plant, believe it's uh, the sap, but you basically take it, you extract it, you stick it inside of a supplement, and when humans take it, it turns out that it really kind of has a profound impact on helping T4 to T3 conversion. Put another way, it helps your body produce more T3, which is the most important thyroid hormone inside of your body. So it's helping this T4 to T3 conversion process go along. Now, in addition to that, it also seems to have an impact or a beneficial impact on fighting high cholesterol. Now, you'll know if you've been a thyroid patient for any length of time, that there is a strong correlation between your thyroid and your cholesterol levels. So if your thyroid is low, your cholesterol levels will go high. So using something like serone can help your thyroid boost itself or boost your thyroid function up, which can also help lower cholesterol via that mechanism, but it also seems to help lower cholesterol by itself. So it can be used in that way. In addition, it also has um, weight loss benefits and in benefits on inflammation, which are, again, all problems that thyroid patients tend to suffer with the most. High cholesterol, weight gain, which are what people deal with, and inflammation all negatively impact the thyroid, and hypothyroid patients tend to have these things in spades. So for that reason, gugglosterone, extract, um, it makes the list here. Number four, we have rhodiola. So we're getting into the realm of adrenal adaptogens here, and that's what rhodiola is. Now, when you look at adaptogens, there are a lot of different types of adaptogens, and really what these things do is they help your body tolerate and manage stress. So that's really what they're doing. Now, these things are really great if you have any sort of adrenal problem. So if you had adrenal fatigue, or if you feel like you've been stressed a lot lately, or not sleeping as well, um, or if you're relying upon caffeine and coffee and things like that, and you're feeling sort of that wired but tired um, sort of sensation, that's a sign that your adrenals are probably suffering. And in this setting, you can often use adrenal adaptogens to help your body tolerate and manage the stress that you're under. Now, there's many of these things. So rhodiola happens to be one but we have things like holy holy basil, ginseng, ashwagandha, which, uh, and you're probably really familiar with ashwagandha, but I did not include ashwagandha on this list because I tend to think rhodiola works a little bit better for thyroid patients. And the reason is it seems to have a more energizing, stimulating effect. Now, some of these adrenal adaptogens can have a calming effect, especially some um, types of ashwagandha. They can actually help the body sort of relax and calm down. So if you're one of those people that tends to be a little bit wired, has problems winding down in the evening, falling asleep, et cetera, you may want to use a more relaxing type of adrenal adaptogen. But if you're somebody who has really low fatigue, low energy levels, or sorry, high fatigue, low energy levels, then an adrenal adaptogen may make more sense for you, like rhodiola, because that's a more energizing and stimulating form of adrenal adaptogen. So I've included that here. I, I tend to think it works best uh, for, for thyroid patients, hypothyroid patients, who especially women who have low energy levels. Number five, we have maca. Maca is another type of adrenal adaptogen, um, but it works a little bit differently. So it doesn't actually provide a huge boost to energy necessarily, but it does but it does a little bit, just not, that's not its main uh, benefit, I would say. But maca does have a, a more profound impact on balancing sex hormones, especially estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So the reason you we, we want to consider it as a female and as somebody who has hypothyroidism is because your thyroid impacts your sex hormones. So if you have low thyroid function, you'll have a disordered balance between estrogen and progesterone. And in addition, you may also suffer from either high testosterone or low testosterone. So taking something like maca can help bring these hormone values back into balance. If your testosterone is high, it may help it bring it low. If your testosterone is low, it may help it bring it it back up. And maca has also benefits in terms of helping your body have more energy for for, uh, uh, exercise, Um, for building lean muscle mass, for improving libido and sex drive, and it also has a balance on these sex hormones. So I'm a big fan of maca, especially for women who have hypothyroidism or thyroid disease of any type, and it should be considered if those are some issues that you're particularly um, concerned about or dealing with, especially the low libido thing. Um, In the field of of medicine in general, women with libido problems tend to be sort of, uh, let's say, brushed under the table, so to speak. Uh, They don't, there's not a lot of therapies for that particular issue, but maca may be one of those so i do i do think it has a benefit in a lot of different areas especially in the realm of balancing sex hormones number six we have calcium d so this is really a compound which does two important things for for women and for patients who have hypothyroidism number one it's great for helping your body to metabolize estrogen in a healthy way so your body there's this ambiguous term called estrogen and it and really doctors use it to describe a lot of different estrogens so there really isn't an estrogen that's floating around in your body instead there are byproducts of estrogen like estradiol estriol um, estrone and then even further metabolites from there so what calcium d does is it helps your body take those compounds and process them correctly and in a lot of women they they have high testosterone symptoms even though they're testosterone or i'm sorry they have high estrogen symptoms, even though the estrogen level is normal. And the reason for that is they're not processing or metabolizing that estrogen very well. So calcium d can help your body move that along. Number two, it's also great for detoxification inside of the liver. And a lot of patients with hypothyroidism, they come into contact with things called endocrine disruptors. And these endocrine disruptors can impact how well thyroid hormone is working inside of your body. And taking something like calcium d can help your liver eliminate them via phase two de- detoxification. If that's a sounds like mumbo-jumbo to you don't worry about it just understand that calcium d is helping your liver do its job and it's helping your body m- metabolize estrogen and eliminate the more potent types of estrogen so that you don't have symptoms of excess estrogen inside of your body number six and number or sorry number seven and number eight Kind of go together and i'll explain as we go as to why that's the case so we have number seven adrenal glandulars and number eight thyroid glandulars so as i mentioned before we were pretty heavy on adrenal adaptogens and those are a little bit different than glandulars so glandulars are really portions of the of the gland of an animal in this case the adrenal gland um, which have the, the active hormones removed, but you take these com- this compound, you put it in a supplement and you take it by mouth. And humans can do this if they have problems with certain areas of their body. So for instance, in traditional types of medicine, you may have taken liver if you had a liver problem. So they would actually take liver, they would crush it up, put it inside of a pill, or you just you know, eat liver by itself. But you would, if you had liver problems, you would take a liver supplement. And in this case, we're kind of mimicking that sort of mentality. If you have an adrenal problem, you take an adrenal glandular. If you have a thyroid problem, you take a thyroid glandular. And it seems to work very effectively. In fact, I think adrenal glandulars and thyroid glandulars are probably some of the most effective over-the-counter supplements that you can take. Now, you do need to be careful because if you're not careful and somebody is not processing these correctly, they may contain active hormones, and those hormones may cause problems. They may interfere or interact with your thyroid lab tests, um, interfere with your thyroid medication, and so on. But if you get them correctly from people who produce them and manufacture them in the United States, you really don't have to worry about that problem because during the processing, they remove those active hormones. So in the case of adrenal glandulars, um, I really have never met a thyroid patient that doesn't also have some degree of adrenal problems, whether that's cortisol problems or cortisol resistance or whatever the case may be, they usually have adrenal problems. Now, taking adrenal adaptogens can help, but what about the people who have really severe types of adrenal fatigue? They may benefit from the addition of adrenal glandulars the same concept, the same logic, applies also to thyroid function. So you can take things like guggle, you can take things like iodine, zinc, and selenium to improve your thyroid, but what if that's not really enough? What if you need a little bit of extra kick? That's when thyroid glandulars come into play. In addition, you can often combine thyroid glandulars with things like pituitary support and spleen, which helps your immune system, and your pituitary obviously is involved with thyroid function as well. So you can you can take certain aspects and, and uh, organs and tissues from the animal, put them inside of your own body and get some benefit that way. Now, how these things are working, it's really not well known. Believe it or not, there's not a lot of studies from them, but we have this sort of traditional wisdom that's been passed down for thousands of years, and that suggests that these are very effective. And I can tell you from my own experience that they do tend to be very effective as well. I have thyroid glandulars supplements. I have adrenal glandular supplements. um, I have uh, adrenal adaptogen supplements and so on. And I can tell you that they do work very effectively. And they tend to work differently than the adrenal adaptogens. But again, I couldn't tell you exactly how they're working. My thought is that Probably they contain a combination of prohormones and enzymes and all the different parts of the machine, so to speak, that's found inside of the thyroid gland of animals. When you consume that, your body is saying, hey, we need this piece. And now we're incorporating it into our own production of thyroid hormone, and it helps the process go a little more smoothly. That's personally how I think is going, what is happening when you take these things, but it could be something completely different. All I know is that patients who take them tend to see some benefit. So these would be the top eight. Uh, let's say, hypothyroid supplements that I think women can benefit from as you, if you're somebody who is just not feeling well on thyroid medication alone. Now, you can use other supplements as well. I'm not saying these are the best or, or anything like that, but really what they do is they target specific areas of thyroid function, and a lot of these areas are, are areas that women tend to suffer from uh, as well. So they, they kind of go together in that way. If you have any questions about why I've included these supplements on this list, leave your comments below. If you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information, all designed to help thyroid patients like you feel better. And that's really my goal. That's what I do. That's why I produce this information. So that's all I have for you guys today. If you have any questions, let me know, and uh, otherwise I'll see you in the next one.